0: I'm a covenant man man. Living in the riches of my Lord and King I'm a covenant man Hello everybody everywhere Glory to God And I want to welcome particularly my partners today All over the world Thank you Thank you For praying for me In everywhere that I go And everything that I'm involved in in ministry Thank you so much very much. Are you ready to get in the word today? Well, let's have a word of prayer and then we'll get right to it. Father, I thank you today for every person tuning into this broadcast. I'm asking you to bless them beyond measure today in all that they do according to your voice and according to your will. I'm asking you, Father, speak through my lips. Teach Your Word through me effectively, efficiently, and with full power and manifestation of the blessing. And I'm asking you, sir, that the watchers and listeners hear equally as accurately and that it blesses their lives. I'm asking you for revelation knowledge to spring up on the inside of them. Holy Spirit, you are the teacher of the church. And I'm asking you is that I, as I teach the word, that you teach the people. And I thank you for it. I receive it done in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I'm so glad you tuned in today. If you, get your, if you got your Bible, grab it and turn over to John chapter 15. That's where we're going to start today. Glory to God. This chapter is so rich in the Word. John chapter 15, and we're going to read down all the way through verses 1 through 17. So we're going to read, we're going to read the majority of this, of this little chapter. It is so power-packed. Alright, John chapter 15. I am the true vine, and my Father is the husbandman. Every branch in me, pay attention to that, in me. I'm going to point out a few things as we go through here. We're going to come back to Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. Pay attention to how many times the word fruit is used in these passages. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he Purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can you except you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abides not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that you bear much fruit. So shall you be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue you in my love. If you keep my commandments, You shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in His love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this. That a man lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth, no, knoweth not what his Lord does. But I have called you friends. I have heard, oh excuse me, friends for all things. That I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever you shall ask of my Father in my name, he may give it you. These things. I command you that you love one another. Glory to God. What? What? uh, This whole, I mean, these these are all red words. They all win. Glory to God. I wanted you to notice, however, that this entire passage is about bearing fruit. I want you to notice how many times he talks about fruit. He talks about bearing fruit. He talks in verse 2 about bring forth more fruit. In verse 5, he talks about much fruit. In verse 8, herein is my Father glorified that you bear much fruit. And then in 16, That your fruit may remain. He is talking about fruit. Another word for fruit is harvest. That you bear more harvest. That you bring forth much harvest. Go with me over to Genesis chapter 28. Now, I've got to get my different sword here uh, because it, this is just my New Covenant sword. But in Genesis 1.28, as He's creating man, you know, you ask most people, what's the last thing that God created when He created the universe? And they'll say He created man. Well, not exactly. If you go back and look at it the last thing he released was the blessing he created man and then he said be fruitful multiply replenish the earth subdue it and have dominion over it he said he blessed them saying so he released the operational force Of the kingdom of God, which is the blessing. Now, I know a lot of times we talk about, uh, you know, we received, um, you know, whatever, something from the Lord, a a new vehicle or or, um, peace in the family or a healing, and you refer to it as a blessing. Well, that is a blessing. But what I'm talking about here is the blessing, the operational force, the operational system. Of the kingdom of God. He created man. He blessed him saying, Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Subdue it. Have dominion. That's the blessing. That's what the Bible calls blessing. He blessed man. Now notice the first part of that. Be fruitful. Multiply. We're talking about fruit. We're coming back to the fruit. John chapter 15 is teaching us how to operate in the blessing, the operational system of the kingdom of God and how to do it more efficiently and more effectively. Notice he talks about uh, that he beareth fruit. He purges it that it might bring forth more fruit. Fruit, more harvest more manifestation of the blessing of God in your life that's what this chapter is about the purpose of Jesus teaching these things as he states right here is to bring forth more harvest much harvest he goes so far as to say down here in uh, verse 8 herein is my father glorified that you bear much fruit. It glorifies the Father when you harvest much. When you're operating, you've learned to function in the operational system of the kingdom to the degree and to the effectiveness that it produces much manifestation of the blessing, much manifestation of harvest, much manifestation of bearing fruit in your life. That glorifies God contrary to what a lot of people particularly religious people would have you believe that that god is glorified when you're barely getting by god is glorified when you don't have enough to give to the poor like you want god is glorified when it's when you have to struggle to be able to get places to minister to the to to god to the people of God to the body of Christ or if you have to struggle to make ends meet at the end of the month that you have enough to put food on the table for your for your family and 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 nice clothes for your kids that's that's the traditional religious stinking thinking and I don't use that word just as a slang that that thinking is a stench in the nostrils of God. Right here it says he's glorified by you producing much fruit, much harvest, much manifestation of the blessing in your life. That's what glorifies God. So I wanted to draw your attention, first of all, to the fact that this passage in John 15 is a teaching on producing much fruit. My, 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 he says it over and over again. Produce fruit, bear fruit, bear much fruit, bear more fruit. And that your fruit should remain. The result of the blessing should remain. Not only from you experiencing it, but from you perpetuating it. From you teaching it, it should remain. It reminds me, you remember the the scripture says durable riches. That's what we're talking about durable manifestation of the blessing. And Jesus teaches us how to do it in this, uh, in this chapter in John 15. It's an expression uh, of the blessing and living in that operational system. Now, another thing that I want to point out, I believe it is an expansion teaching and we've got just a few minutes left to, to cover, to introduce this. It's an expansion teaching on Mark 4. So turn with me over there to uh, Mark chapter 4. Glory to God. I'm telling you, the answer to every question in life is right here, my brothers and sisters, in this book the answers that you need to live life to the fullest and produce much fruit right here all right are you at uh, mark chapter 4 yet? well if you're not get there quick <laughs> mark chapter 4 and let's start in uh, verse 13 and he said unto them know you not this parable how then will you know all parables Kind of sounds like uh, this would be the master parable, wouldn't it? The sower sows the word. All right, stop there just a minute. I want to I want to point something out here. The sower sows the word. Okay. Now, so the rest of this passage is about the word producing. The Word producing. What does the Word produce? The Word produces whatever is in the Word. A seed produces after its own kind. Whatever is in the seed is what the seed will produce. Correct? I mean, you're not going to sow apple seeds and get watermelons. This <laughs> just not going to happen. Okay? Well, what is in the Word? Your healing is in the Word. Your safety is in the Word. Your salvation is in the Word. Let me tell you something else. Your money is in the Word. So don't let anybody tell you that this scripture is not about financial harvest. If it's in the Word, then this talking about the harvest, All right, it's talking about healing. Yeah, it's in the Word. It's talking about peace. Yeah, it's in the Word. It'll produce 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold peace. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold healing. 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold prosperity. "...in every realm of existence, spirit, soul, body, and financially." So, don't let anybody fool you about that. If it's in the Word, the Word produces it. All right, let's go on now. "...the sower soweth the Word, and these are they by the wayside, where the Word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately, and taketh away the Word that was sown in their hearts. And these are they likewise, which are sown on stony ground." who, when they have heard the word, immediately received it with gladness, but they have no root in themselves and so endureth but for a time afterward when affliction or persecution arises for the word's sake. that's why affliction and persecution arises. It doesn't arise for the money's sake, it doesn't arise for it, it arises for the word's sake to choke the word from producing fruit in your life. Immediately they are offended. Now that's what, if you go back over into the earlier in chapter 4, when he talks about the parable without expounding on it, it talks about, but when the sun was up, in verse 6, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. I want you to pay attention to that. We're going to come back to that later over in John 15. So in verse 6, where it's talking about this very thing, it says it withered away. He expounds on that in verse 17, and he said, immediately they are offended all right, and it causes it to, the word to wither away, not produce. Alright, offense. It's a horrible thing. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word, and the cares of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things entering in, choke the word, and it becometh unfruitful. Alright, now, I want you to pay attention. This is where we're getting to here, okay? We're talking about fruit. John 15, he's talking about fruit okay? He's not primarily, although you'll see in a minute where he touched on it, he's not primarily talking about the bad ground in John 15. He's talking about the, the good ground because already it's already producing fruit. John 15, he's talking about how to produce more fruit. Remember? Alright, so let's get here to verse 20. And these are they which are sown on good ground such as hear the word, receive it, take it, and bring forth fruit. Alright, so here, we're bringing forth the fruit now. Now we're into John 15 territory. Bring forth fruit. Some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundredfold. Glory to God. So, we're bringing forth fruit, but how, 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 how do we get the yield increase from zero to thirty to sixty and on up to a hundredfold where we need it. We need a hundredfold in this lifetime because we got a job to do. We've got to spread this gospel all over the planet and we've got to do it right away, sooner not later. So we need to find out how do we increase the yield of this. All right. Now I want to show you a couple things just real quick to just let you know. You know I'm not just I'm not just uh, um, whimsically joining John 15 and Mark 4. Obviously, they're both talking about fruit. We just saw that. Good ground, such as hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit. So that's one. We're we're talking about fruit. The other thing I wanted to point out to you uh, in John 15 is... If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth, verse 6, John fifteen six, cast forth as a branch and is withered. So we're talking about withered branches here. Withered seed. Not producing fruit. Now what was that? In Mark 4, he said it was offense. Immediately they were offended. And that withered the fruit. It didn't produce. Well, this whole teaching... In John 15, come with me. John 16, verse 1. After he got done expounding these things about fruit and bearing more fruit and much fruit in John 15, he says, These things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. He dealt with it right there. Don't be offended. Don't shut off. Don't wither. The fruit, you want it to produce more. You want it to produce much. Glory to God and we are out of time. (laughs) We are out of time for this session. But it's a good introduction. I want you to solidly get this in your mind. John 15 is talking about producing more fruit, producing much fruit, a higher yield of harvest and efficiency in the operational system of the kingdom of God, which is the blessing. The sower sows the word. And whatever is in the word is what you and I want to harvest. Whether it's peace, healing, protection, salvation, joy, or money, it's all in the word and it's all a part of your harvest. Next time, we're going to pick up here and get into the meat of how exactly do we increase the yield of that harvest. Glory to God. I'm so happy to get to teach to you today. I hope you got something out of it. We're going to get more out of it next time. Until then, this is David Weeder reminding you that I love you, Jesus loves you, God loves you, the Holy Spirit is your teacher, and Jesus is Lord.